Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon Stuff. And as always, my husband E is here. Hello. And today is day 22 of Bourbon Banter's 30 Days of Bourbon Challenge and of course, Bourbon Heritage Month. And on day 22, what are we doing, baby? We are drinking Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. Yes. Which, um, this is batch number C918. Yes. C918. Which is the fall release from 2018. This particular release comes in at 65.7% ABV or a whopping 131.4 proof. Yes, this is a very, very warm product. <laughs> um, this is a 12-year age stated bourbon. And it is non-chill filtered. Yes. And this is a Heaven Hill product for those of you that are unaware. Yes, and it does follow the Heaven Hill Rye Bourbon Mash Bill, which is 78 corn, 10% rye, and 12% malted barley. Yep. And um, for those of you that care, this does use a real cork, not a screw cap or a synthetic cork. And what did we pay for this? We were lucky enough to get this at the retail price of $62. Do you know what this normally retails for? Well, the, non-retail, but what stores normally charge for it. So th this particular product can easily vary into the mid to uh, upper 70s at more reputable places, and at less reputable places, it can easily go for 100 to 150, which, yes. let's remember, what is our golden rule? Don't support secondary prices. Exactly. The interesting thing to add about this is it is a, the 12 year age statement on the barrel proof iteration used to also exist on their small batch offering, but they dropped that about two to three years ago. Okay, then. And this is the only way that you can get a 12 year old Elijah Craig unless you get a store pick. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Yes. So today I learned. Yes. And who exactly is Elijah Craig, baby? Uh, Elijah Craig is who Heaven Hill, because we've all heard the story if you've been to the Heaven Hill Distillery, uh, believes was the person who coined the using of what? Toasted oak? Charred oak. oak? Charred oak. Yes. And he was a Baptist preacher in the late 1700s. Yes. And what were they calling him when we were there? The father of bourbon? They do dub him the father of bourbon. But yeah. of course, the... Having him be the first person to use a charred oak barrel to age whiskey has literally zero evidence to support it. Yeah. And I think that every distillery in some way, shape, or form has their own story of how someone associated with them was the that, creator, the father, Or that they're the somehow pioneer. the oldest doing whatever it is that they're exactly. doing. They've been doing it longer than anyone else, which... Because when we, we did a little stint on the bourbon trail, we heard some sort of unique story from every place that we had a tour from of they were the first, they're unique, <laughs> their person did this, their person did that. It's, you know, none of it's really substantiated. and uh, They just want to have a, a claim to fame of being the best out there. Yeah, and... It doesn't really matter who the first person was. It doesn't really matter who did charred oak first, who created bourbon, who makes the best or the worst or anything of that sort. It doesn't or, matter. Or even where the name bourbon comes from. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter, though. It will be argued about until the end of time. And that's completely okay. Yes. Yeah. So long as we could drink bourbon while we're doing it. Absolutely. 
Uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to add? I don't. So let's go ahead and uh, get on with the nosing and palette, and we'll be right back with you. And we're back. And <laughs> I have to say, on the nose, the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof is so rich and flavorful. It does. It is like, oh. like breathing it in, it just, you can feel it down to your core how just like deep and rich this is. Like, it is an incredibly rich oak and, and cherry, that dark fruit cherryness. It just comes out in strides. I'm getting a lot of kind of brown sugar or carameliness to the nose. Oh yeah, no, that is absolutely there. And the more it airs out, the stronger that sweetness gets. Yeah. And I'm definitely getting a bit of that vanilla sweetness in addition to the brown sugar. There is a little bit of citrus in here. Yeah, there's the like that lightness towards yeah. the end of it. Like 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 orange, not lemon or anything like literally orange. Because being in Florida, we we know what orange is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely there. It is. It it's not one of the more predominant notes, no, but no, no. it is it is there playing um, support. <laughs> it's like if your nose had peripheral smell. Peripheral. Yeah. Did I say it weird? Peripheral. 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 <laughs> So if your nose had peripheral <laughs> smell, it would be like it was off in the back corner that you could just kind of see. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like holding the glass at a very certain angle. I'm like, oh, okay, there it is. But like, you know, nose on, it's not there. And as a, an added bonus for those of you who are listening, if you ever want to mess with your wine snob of friends... And they pour you a glass and start spouting off the various flavors and knowing that the soil was a certain way in this summer when it was being aged. All you have to do is just pick up your glass, point the mouth of the glass to your ear and swirl it and be like, yes, yes, I do pick that up. <laughs> really mess with them. It's glorious. You're such a jerk. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, baby. Are you ready to try this? Oh, absolutely. I look forward to this. Okay, it's hot. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the fact that it's 131 proof, it, com it comes through on the first sip, and I took too big of a gulp. Yeah, I did too. I grab my drink. The, the smell wanted me to have so much of this, because it just smells so good, that I took way too big of a sip. It is. Whew. It is warm. It's very warm. It You can feel every bit of the 131 proof that this is. But you know what but it isn't? It's not overpowering. No, not at all. Not at all. This is a great sipping bourbon. All of the things that we smell come through on the palate. Which is not a very common thing a lot of the times. No. And yeah, the cherry, the oak, the brown sugar. There oh. is a little bit of... Kind of like warm baking spices that come out though. Yeah, yeah, like a blend of like cinnamon and allspice. And Maybe a little bit of nutmeg. I was gonna say about a little bit of nutmeg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't smell any of that, but no. I definitely taste it. Wow, that's actually really, really good though. I'm impressed. <laughs> Genuinely, I am impressed. Um, I guess the best way to explain this is imagine everything that you love about a bourbon 
concentrated down into almost a syrupy essence. Yes, and I will say this is quite heavy on the palate. It is. Like, for those of you that actually pay attention and care about mouthfeel, shout out to Bob's Burgers. This has exquisite mouthfeel. It is, um, it is great. It has this kind of, like, really oddly heavy feel on the tongue. It definitely coats the mouth. It's it's very oily. It has a lot of body to it. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, this is not watery at all. You could definitely tell that this came right from the barrel. This is not a beginner's bourbon. This is very warm. And for those of you that are into the warmer, uh, higher proof, this is the bottle for you. Oh, yeah. Find this. This is fantastic. If you're a proof snob, this is a beautiful offering. Yeah. And one thing, like, this is this is Heaven Hill. It and is. the one thing that I'm not noticing is that no kind nutty. of... Yeah. The iconic Heaven Hill toasted nut. Yeah. It's it's not there at all. You know what I'm getting Um, as I'm just taking sip after sip? Hmm. The Kentucky hug. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it starts, like, at the back of your throat, and yeah. you can feel it go all the way down oh, to yes. your stomach. Like, this this very gloriously and lovingly burns a hole all the way down. <laughs> One thing I actually want to bring up is we checked out a few other reviews before we started ours just to see what other people think of this. And one of the things that we kept seeing brought up on the tasting was tobacco. And after taking a few sips, when I exhale, I get that tobacco-y richness, but... I'm not sure, because I don't get that at all. And I'm not sure if that's psychosomatic for him or not, because it wasn't one of those things be. that he, he noticed until we started reading about it. Yeah. The power of suggestion when you are tasting is very strong. Yes, and we live in Florida, and we have quite a few Florida-based bourbons, and one rye that are iconically heavy in their tobacco yes. flavor. Because that is something, like, if you want a really good, rich, sweet tobacco, dark cocoa flavor, go for a Florida-based three- to four-year-aged bourbon. And I dare say, in that regard, specifically ones that are either really high-proof or cask strength. Yeah, Absolutely. Because, um, what is it? Manifest Rye. Manifest Rye If you get is, a barrel select of Manifest Rye. Yes, it is delicious. It is dark. It is rich. It is tobacco heavy. It's amazing. And the products that St. Augustine makes, not just the Saint, the birthday bourbon that we opened had that same really traditional Florida sweet tobacco flavor. Which we will do on another review later on. Absolutely. And I don't and, get that at all in this. And that was like 105 proof. Yeah, but but still, like yeah. no, I'm I you spot on in that regard. Yeah, um, there are so many others that that definitely, without a doubt, are tobacco forward, and this is not it. No, th this is definitely not tobacco forward by any means. Um, I would say if those are cranked up to 11, this is at a two at the very end. It's like a fade out outro. Okay, I mean for me the finish is very. Um, brown sugar and baking spices and that's okay and like just this beautiful warmth but what, um what you get may not be what i no, get and that's not. perfectly normal yeah. <laughs> um do you know anything that can take place of this <laughs> um i have two thoughts i will be right back okay 
Okay, while he's doing that, I'm going to like serenade you all with opening of the Elijah Craig cork. <laughs> okay, sorry, I got that out of my system. All right, we're back. And um, he brought something over that is personally one of my favorite lines of products and it is quite close. Okay, so what I brought back that can come close to comparison to the Elijah Craig Barrel Proof mm. is Jack Daniels Single Barrel Barrel Proof. Yeah. Which, for the bottle that we have, mm -hmm. it is 136.5 proof, which is ridiculous. Yeah, but I have to say... It drinks smoother and cooler than the 131.4 that is Elijah Craig. Yes, and it does hit a lot of the same flavor notes that you would look for. Absolutely. Um, it is just, it's a little less um, harsh. And not that I ever looked at Elijah Craig and thought harsh, but compared to Jack Daniels, absolutely. And this is one time where I will say their stupid filtering does indeed make a good difference. <laughs> um, this particular offering... Uh, we purchased a half bottle of this at Total Wine mm -hmm. for $26.99, yeah. which is crazy good for what quality product we got. Yeah, and, and I, I have to say that with it being as high proof as it is, this is not something that you're going to sit around shooting. A half bottle will last you a good long while if you um, choose to drink responsibly. Drink in moderation. Yes, absolutely. And weirdly enough, a full-size bottle of this actually runs roughly the same price as Elijah Craig at retail. It's actually around 64, but we were able to get a half bottle for 26. Yeah. The math so isn't there. I would just buy two halves. Two halves, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you if you can't find the Elijah Craig barrel proof. Do yourself a favor, get a bottle of the single barrel, barrel-proof Jack Daniels, and you will come pretty darn close. Yeah. Okay. Is there really anything else we want to talk about for this? It's really good. It is very good. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Is oh, this, yeah, I forgot about that. Is this one that you would not replace? Would you get it again when it is empty? Or would you have multiples on the shelf? We have like half a shelf worth of Elijah Craig products. I think that pretty much answers whether or not we'd buy more Elijah Craig. <laughs> and yes, I would buy this again with or without it being emptied because it is a very good product. Yes, and I have to agree with you. After we tried this the first time, um, <laughs> we wound up at our uh, local ABC and they just had it sitting on the shelf at retail. So, of course, I grabbed a second one because it was amazing. Yeah. So. We have a lot of Elijah Craig. Most of them, half of them, yeah. are uh, store picks. Yes. Which does add a bit of uniqueness to them. And we have the two little grenades. Those are barrel select. Yes, I'm just saying. We have the two yes. little grenades, which is Elijah, Elijah Craig. And yes. You can't really go wrong with the brand Elijah Craig mm -mm. as a whole. No, no. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, obviously we love this. We'd buy it again. We tell you listeners, go buy this. It's delicious. But don't support secondary pricing. Absolutely. Okay. On that note, I'll go ahead and sign us out. 
as always, please do check me out on Instagram. There's tons of photos of bourbon and stuff. Oh, <laughs> my that's <u> good. <laughs> my username there is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. You see the the resemblance there? No way. <laughs> and uh, remember, if you do support us for the month of September, we will be taking all donations and sending them straight to charity at the end as per Bourbon Banter's 30 Days of Bourbon Challenge rules. Eh? And remember, bourbon is meant to be shared. <laughs> <laughs>